Right. Welcome. This is uh, Pastor Derek Fletcher with Derek Fletcher and Yanni Fletcher with Yes and Amen Youth Church. And on today, we have an awesome lesson. 
talking about the judges in the Old Testament. And so today we'll talk about two particular uh, judges in the Old Testament. Uh, and I want to share real quick. And then there's a couple of unique <laughs> unique names I want to share with you. Um, and so we'll be, we'll be talking about um, A.U. is one of the judges. The other judge is Deborah. Uh, A.U. is a man. And he is also called the left-hand assassin. And then Deborah is a woman who was a judge. Okay. And so let, let's take a look at something here. And so here are a couple of words uh, that I'm going to share with you that's in our lesson. And these are names of people. And so I want you to hear them. Uh, can everyone see my screen with the uh, YouTube uh Yes. All right. So here's a name. Ibzan. 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 Okay. That's when you see that word, it's called Ibzan. Ibzan. Okay. And here's another one. Judges of a judge who was sent by God to deliver the Israelites from Moabite domination. How do you go about pronouncing it? Ehud. 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 All right. Did you guys hear that? Ehud. Ehud. Let's try that again. We are looking at how to pronounce this name, which was... Okay. Ehud. Ehud. All right. So, uh, so Deborah... And Ehud, these are folks that we're going to talk about today, and they, they were judges, okay? All right. So I just wanted to share that really quick before we really got into the lesson. And so on today, on today, we want to share with you, let's finish that. All right, so, uh, so we want to provide you with the overarching understanding of the Old Testament, okay, which is cool. Old Testament has like some awesome storylines and etc. in it. And so uh, we're going to look at plot and content, okay? And then also we want you to understand how God used the land as a special inheritance for his people. Okay, so the, the, the land that he promised Abraham, and Isaac, and Jacob, okay? And so also we want to inspire you to trust God to lead, right? So the students to trust God to lead them, uh, not just them, trust, inspire students to trust God to lead them, not just them. Okay, so we're looking at behavior, boldness, uh, captivity. So the, is, the, the Hebrew people, because they were obedient, disobedient, and they did not do 
what they were asked. They were held in captivity several different times, okay, and, um, because of that, okay. And so difficulties, we'll see some difficult situations and some things that, that it's going to surprise you. What about feelings, right? How are you feeling or how toward the things of God? How should you feel? How should you, should you approach the things of God? Uh, referencing what society does. Uh, we'll look at instances of hardened hearts. Okay, hardened hearts are people that just don't want to comply with what God is asking or with the orders of that day or time. Okay, and, and so that spills over into our society today. And then salvation, and then ultimately trust, right? Um we have to trust God and we have to walk in faith. How do we learn through that to trust and differentiate and, and to keep God first and to trust him, right? That's a, that's a relationship thing that we learn uh, and as we live life. And so Judges 21 and 25 says, in those days, Israel had no king. Everyone did as they saw fit. Again, Judges 21 and verse 25. In those days, Israel had no king. Everyone did as they saw fit. Again, Judges 21, 25. In those days, Israel had no king. Everyone did as they saw fit. Again, Judges 21 and 25. In those days, Israel had no king. Everyone did as they saw fit. All right. Repeat after me, everybody unmute. Yanni, your mic is still muted. All right, good. So Judges 21, 25. Judges 21, 25. In those days, Israel had no king. In those In days, those Israel days, had no king. king. Everyone did as they saw fit. Everyone, Everyone did, did as, as they, they saw, saw fit. fit. Okay, cool. All right, um, Derek, please open us up in prayer. Of course. Father God, we thank you on a day for keeping us safe. Thank you for keeping us healthy and holy and strong, Father God. Father God, let the children on today who learn about this lesson learn the importance of love from God and why it is important to listen to these scriptures for his guidance and his word, Father God. Father God, we thank you on today for waking us up on another day of Sunday, learning about the word, teaching the children, Father God. And we thank you for keeping us with a roof under our heads clothes and fresh food and nice water along with beverages to suit our everyday substance Father God and we thank you on today for keeping us safe in Jesus my name we pray amen amen all right let's I, I froze the screen here so you can look over the uh, group building right here and so we'll give you a minute you can pause it and read through it uh, and so 
we're online and, and so we're gonna just give you a minute. All right, praise God. Let's let's get into let's get started. Um, let's go ahead and dig in. So in the book of Judges, we read of six foreign armies who oppressed Israel. Six foreign armies. Okay, so part of of this oppression comes from the the natural course of opposition to um, Israel's land acquisition, right? So the people uh, opposed the fact that Israel acquired the land or they subdued the land, so to speak. And so the Israelites had many enemies as they continued uh, the wars began under uh you remember uh joshua right when when he crossed over into uh the jordan river joshua and uh jericho i think that's what our lesson was on last week i believe and so now we're going to study uh two armies only two armies and in doing so view the cycle of rebellion, consequences, and salvation, right? Rebellion, rebel against God, there's consequences, ultimately salvation. And so that was the cyclic iteration that the people of Israel, right? That's what they endured. That's what they went through, right? Because they rebelled, there were consequences, Rebel, there were consequences, and then salvation through the narrative of three judges who God raised up to deliver the people. And so here, these are definitely some interesting names. Okay, so first, uh, here is a list of the six periods of uh, Israel facing. So they were held under the authority of the Edomites, and then the Moabites, then the Canaanites, then the, the, Midian, the Midianites, right? And then the uh, Am, Ammonites, and then the Philistines, okay? So these are um, <laughs> nations or kingdoms that had them in the place of oppression. And so God raised up uh, Othaniel, and he was a judge. Then God raised up Ahud. Then he raised up Deborah and Barak. Okay, then he raised up Gideon, and then Abimelech, uh, Tola, and uh, uh, Jair, Jair. Okay. And then under the Ammonites, God raised up uh, uh, Japh Japheth, uh, uh, Isban. Did I say that right? Yeah, Isban, uh, Elon, Abdon, uh, Samson, which we know, and Eli. Okay. And then up under the Philistines, um, it was Samuel which we know him too, Samuel, 
and then we know uh, Eli, and we know Samson. Those are very familiar names, but today we're going to talk about Ahud and Deborah, okay? All right, so like I mentioned, Ahud is known as the left-hand assassin, and you'll find out why in the lesson. Okay, so we're going to focus on two judges, Ahud and Deborah, Deborah's Ribot. Uh, uh, Deborah Barat and uh, J J L, right? So let's look at uh, Ahud. Okay, he's an interesting guy. And so, okay, uh, Derek, read uh, Judges three, uh, one through six. Okay. These are the nations the Lord left to test all those Israelites who had not exper experienced any of the wars in, ca in Canaan. He did this only to teach warfare to descendants of the Israelites who had not had previous battle experience. The five rulers of the Philistines, all the Canaanites, the Sidon, the Sidonian, Sidonian, the Sidonians, and the Hivites living in Lebanon mountains, from Mount Baal, Haram to Lebo, Hamath, Hamath. They were left to test the Israelites to see whether they were uh, they would obey the the Lord's command, which he given which he had given their ancestors through Moses. The Israelites lived among the Canaanites, Hittites, and Amorites, Perizzites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. Episode. They took their daughters in marriage and gave their own daughters to their sons and served their gods. Okay, so that's harsh. They intermarry with the pagan nations. God told them not to. So they intermix. And they they had children. And so God's main thing was he didn't want them mixing in with the fact that they served other gods and they were pagans. Okay. That was the main thing. Um, okay, Judges 3. <clears throat> okay, Yanni, you're going to read 12 to 20 and then... Uh, Derek, you'll read 21 uh, to 30, okay? Again, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord, and because they did this evil, the Lord gave Eglon, king of Mo. 
Moab, power over Israel, getting the Ammonites and Amalekites to join him. Eglon came, came and attacked Israel, and they took possession of the city of Palms. The Israelites were subjects were subject to Algalon. Eglon. 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 King of Moab for 18 years. After the Israelites cried out to the Lord, and he gave them a deliverer, Ehud. Ahud. Ahud. A left-handed man, the son of Jera and the Benjamite. The Benjamite. The Israelites sent him with tribute to Eglon, king of Moab. Now Ahud had made a double-edged sword about a cupid or cubid long. long. Okay, Wait. hold on. So that's about uh, 18 inches long. A cubit is about 18 and a half inches long. Go ahead. Which he strapped to his right thigh under his clothing. He presented the tribe to the tribute. Yeah. King of Moab, who was a very fat man after Ehud had presented the tribute he sent on their way. Those who had carried it, but on reaching the stone images near Gilgal, he himself went back to Eglon and said, Your Majesty, I have a secret message for you. The king said to his attendants, Leave us alone. Leave us. And they all left. Ehud then approached him while he was sitting alone in the upper room of his place and said, I have a message from God for you. As the king rose from his seat. Okay, Derek, 21. Ehud. Ehud reached with his left hand, drew the sword from, from his right thigh and plunged it into the king's belly. Even the handle sank in after the blade and his bowels discharged. Ehud did not pull the sword out and the fat closed in over it. Then Ehud went out to the porch he shut the doors of the upper room behind him and looked them and locked them. 
After he had gone, the after he had gone, the servants came and found the doors of the upper of the upper room locked. They said he must. They said he must. He must be revealing himself to the inner room of the palace. They waited to the point of embarrassment, but when he did not open the doors of the room. They took a key and unlocked them. There they saw their lord fallen to the floor dead. Okay, hold on wow. a minute. So he was leaving himself, they thought. So they thought he was using a bathroom maybe or something. All right, go ahead. While they waited, Ehud got away. He passed by the stone images and escaped to Sierra. When he arrived, there was. When he arrived there, he blew a trumpet in the hills, in the hill country of Ephraim, 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 and the Israelites went down to him from the hills with him leading them. Follow me, he ordered, for the Lord has given Moab, your enemy, into your hands. So they followed him down and took possession of the fords of the Jordan that led to Moab. They allowed no one to cross over. At, at that time, they struck down about 10,000 Moabites. All vigorous, vig vigorous, and strong. Not one escaped. That day, Moab was made subject to Israel, and the land had peace for eighty years. Wow, eighty years. Eighty years. All right. Let's see here. Okay. Okay, so according to Judges verse, uh, Judges chapter three, verse one, why did God leave some nations around the Israelites? Let's take a look at verse one. Yanni, that's a question for you. I can't hear you. Did we read that? Yeah, Derek read it. I don't remember Derek reading it. <clears throat> he did. He read it. It says that these are the nations the Lord left to test all those Israelites who had not experienced any of the wars in Canaan. Canaan, okay. So, so it was to test them. Okay. Okay. Uh, what nations has Israel lived among and why do why do they 
what do they do that God specifically forbids? Derek? Uh, hmm. It's off the top of my head. Was All right, it, I, got, um, I got something highlighted for you. Just look at that. I don't need an answer. Was it um uh the daughters and the sons giving birth okay. to children? Okay, that was part of it. So oh yeah. Yeah, right here. That was that was the second part of the question. So. Okay, so God, so the the nations that were there were what? The Canaanites, the Hivites, the Amorites, the Jebusites, the Hivites, and oh, yeah. the uh, they worship gods. Jebusites, Perizzites. And so what? They intermarried with them and worshiped what? Gods. False what kind gods. of gods? With the little False. G, their gods, right? Remember when I said, hey, they intermarried, but the problem was they worship the their gods, right? Pagan gods, right? And and God is a jealous God. He, you know. Okay, so according to verse 12, to what does their disobedience lead to? Verse 12. Yanni, verse 12. It says, it says that the Lord gave them Elgon, king of Moab. Eglon. Because they did evil in the eyes of the Lord, and because they did this evil, in the, the Lord gave them over to the power of uh, Moab king, right? Yes. Isn't that right? What did he say? Yes. God turned him over to foreign king, right? Yes. So how long are they subject to um, Eglon, the uh, king of Moab? Eighty years. Is 18. it eighteen? It's eighteen. Okay. Eighteen years. Okay. 
what word in verse 15 informs us that this sort of event was not new. Let's look at verse 15. So how do we know this wasn't a new thing? Because the Israelites are crying out again. Yeah, Over. they were crying out again. It says again. All right. So they are in a continual cycle. Remember, I, I shared that earlier. Right, yes. the cycle of rebellion, captivity, and calling out for deliverance. Okay, let's hit that right there. So, okay, yeah, this is a part that both you guys read. So, so whom does God raise up in the passage we just read? Ehud or Ehud? Yeah, Ehud, 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 Ehud. Okay. So how does Ehud reach Eglon, the king of the Moabites, and assassinate him? How does he do it? Derek, what does he do? He grabs the sword from his thigh and shoves it all the way down the king's throat. Says in his belly, right? In his belly. Because he was really fat. So so how does he reach him? So so they trick him into thinking it was a tribute that they were going to give to him. They, he brought the tribute and he says, hey, king, I have a secret message for you. And so he, he tells all his servants to leave, right? Correct. Yeah. And so, and then he says, hey, this is from the Lord. And he, he gets him, right? All right. Let's go. Let's take a look. And so he pretends, right? Okay. All right. So we answered that. So why does why doesn't anyone notice? Because the doors okay. Okay, go ahead, Derek. Go ahead, Derek. Because the doors were locked. Okay, the doors are locked. Okay. Anything else you want to add to that, Yanni? No. Okay. So they assume he was using the restroom. Okay. All right, Yanni. How does Ehud escape? Could you go back up to the passage so I can show them?
It said that he passed through stone images and escaped to Sarah. Okay, so he passed through. Okay, and they said the servants waited too long because they thought he was in there. So cool, cool. So then uh, what does Ehud do, Derek, after he escapes? Well, um, could you repeat the question again? What does Ehud do? Oh, he just slips by the okay. um, servants, but also locks the door. Okay. And once he escapes, what happens next? He, um, he travels to, uh, uh, he so... blows the trumpet on a hill. Oh, yes. Okay. And what were you going to say? Doesn't he travel somewhere before he... Uh, yeah, he escaped to Sahara. I mean, Sierra. Okay. All right. So he escapes to Sierra. Okay. And then right. blows the trumpet and stuff. Okay. All right. How long... Is there peace in Israel after this? Eighty years. Okay, eighty years. Good job. All right, so it's a powerful story. And like I said, the left-handed guy, Ehud, had a, a a knife on his right thigh that was a cubic long, which is about 18 and a half inches. And he tricks him, and he pushes the swords in him, right? And uh, the nation is free. Israel is free after that. So, all right, so now... Let's take a look at Deborah. Deborah was a woman judge, and she made deliberations on the uh, uh, some, the hill of the palm. I believe that's what it's called. And so we're going to look at that. And so uh, who read last? Was it you, Yanni, or Derek? Okay. Never mind. Don't worry about it. It was okay, so. Um, you you're both going to get a chance to read because, um, someone's going to read from one to, to twelve, and then someone else is going to read from twelve to twenty four. 
So you guys speak. Any volunteers or I'll volunteer you? Okay, Derek. You're going to read 1, verses 1 through 12, and then, Yanni, you're going to read verses 13 through uh, 24. Again, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. Now that Ehud was dead, so the Lord, so the Lord sold them into the hands of Jabin. King of Canaan, who re, who re, who reigned Rain. in Hazar. Sisera did. Sisera, the, the commander of his army, was based in Harosheth. Heros, That's good. That's good. Harosheth. Hagion. Yeah, that's close enough. Okay. Because good, he, because he had nine hundred chariots fitted with iron and had really cruelly, cruelly oppressed the Israelites for twenty years. They cried to the Lord for help. Now Deborah, a prophet, the wife of Lapid, Lapidus, Lapidus, was leading Israel at that time. She held court under the palm of Deborah between Raha. Rama, 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 and Bethel, Bethel, in the hill country of Ephraim. Ephraim, and the Israelites went up, to, went up to her, went up to her, have their disputes decided. She sent her, she sent for Barak, son of Abin. Abino, Abino, Abano M, Abano M from Kiddish in Napatali and said to him, The Lord, the God of Israel, commands you, Go take with you ten thousand men of Napatali and Zebulun. And lead okay. them up to Mount Tabor. I will lead Cicera, Cicera. Cicera, the commander of Jabin's army. Which Jabin's, is Jabin's army. army. With his chariots and his troops to the Kaish, the Kaishon River, and give him in, into your hands. Barak said to her, If you go with me, I will go, but if you do not go with me, I won't go. Certainly I will go with you. 
said Deborah, but because of the course you are taking, the honor will not be yours, for the Lord will deliver Sarah. I got lost. Where are you at? Oh, Nine. the Lord will deliver Sisera. Sisera. Sisera into the into the hands of the women. So Deborah went back to went with Barak to Kedesh. There, Barak summoned Zimbulon and Nephtali, and 10,000 men went up under command. Okay. Deborah also went up with him. Now, Habar, the, the Kenite, had left the other Kenites. The descendants of the Hobab, Hoab, uh, Moses, brother-in-law, and pitched his tent by the great tree in Zenanamu, near Kadesh. When they told Sisera, 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 Barak, son of Abinam, had gone up to Mount Tabor. Okay. Yanni? Sistira summoned from Heroseth Hagion to the Kishin River. All his men and his 900 chariots fitted with iron. Then Deborah said to Barak, Go, this is the day the Lord has given Sisera into your hands. Has not the Lord gone ahead of you? So Barak went, went down Mount Sabar, Tabar, with 10,000 men following him, at Barak's advantage, the Lord routed Sisera and all his chariots and army by the sword. And Sisera got down from his chariot and fled on feet. Barak pursued the chariots and army as far as Heraseth's. Hagion, 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 and all Caesar's troops fell by the work, the sword. Not a man was left. Caesarea, meanwhile, fled on foot to the tent of jail. The wife of Heber, the Kenite, because there was an alliance between Jabin, king of Hazar, and the family of Heber, the Kenite, 
Jael went out to meet Sisera and said to him, Come, my lord, come right in, don't be afraid. So he entered her tent, and she covered him with a blanket. I'm thirsty, he said. Please give me some water. She opened a skin of milk, gave him a drink, and covered him up. Stand in the doorway of the tent, he told her. If someone comes by and asks you, is there anyone there, say no. But Jael, Hibra's wife, picked up a tent peg and a hammer and went quietly to him while he lay fast asleep. Exhausted, she drove the peg through his temple with the ground, and he died. Just then, Barak came by in pursuit of Sisera, and Jael went out to meet him. Come, she said, I will show you the man you are looking for. So he went in, and there lay Sisera, the scent peg through his temple head, temple dead. The tent peg. She got it with the tent peg. Okay, go ahead. On that day, God subdued Jabin, king of Canaan, before the Israelites, and the hand of the Israelites pressed harder and harder against Jabin. King of Canaanite until Canaan. they destroyed him. Canaan until okay. they destroyed him. Okay, so now, so what do we read here that is exactly the same as the last passage that we read? Again, the people were disobedient and they rebelled against God, right? Yeah. Right? It's the same the exact thing, right? It's that's kind of what, yeah. The the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. This phrase is used a total of seven times in the book of Judges. Did evil. They did evil. So who is the oppressor this time, Derek? Um, Deborah. Deborah is the judge. Who, who held the people in captivity? Sisera. Okay, Sisera was the commander of the army. Yeah. But what about the Canaan? It was. Night. Canaan. Jabin. So it's Jaban. So so let's make sure. Let's see. Right? The Canaanites. So Jaban. So how long does Jaban, king of Israel, oppress the Israelites? Let's see. Because I didn't catch it. You guys probably saw it. It doesn't say. I'm sure it's somewhere. 
20 years. Right, 20 years. All right, let's see the next question. So who does God raise up? Derek, just, just to answer to that question, you said, who is she? He raises up who? The judge, the lady judge. Deborah. Deborah. And she's a judge. And she's a prophet. So who does Deborah summon to fight? What's his name? Barack. Barack. Okay. Hallelujah to that. Praise the Lord. So what is Barack's reaction to in verse 8? Let's look at verse 8. He kind of went out to me, I think. What did he say? Yanni, what did what did Barack say? He said, if you go with me, I will go. But if you don't go with me, I won't go. Okay. All right, so now, what is the name of the commander of Jaban's army? It begins with an S. Let's go up here and take a look. What's his name? Cicera. Cicera. He's the commander of his army, right? Yes. After his armies are defeated, to where does Cicera flee? He flees back to um one of their wife's tents. Okay. Okay, JL's JL's tent. Okay. So how does JL treat Cicera initially? Really nice, right? Says, hey, come here, take a nap, lay down, right? Drink this milk. Yes. Right? So she covers him with the warm and gives him something to drink, urging him to what? Don't be afraid. Man, she's cold-hearted, right? And then what does he request uh, she do? What What did he need? He said, man, I'm what? 
thirsty. Can I get a drink of what? Water. Okay, right. And he says, stand at the tent and, and lie to anyone who may ask if he is there, right? Okay, so Correct. what does she do instead? What does she do? She hits him with the tent leg plug. Peg. So she drives a tent peg through his temple and kills him. How is that? Is that not cold hearted? Yes, that's like cold, right? So so drives a, a a tent peg into his head while he sleeps. So what you what you guys think about that? That's crazy. Okay. So once Barack arrives, Jail shows him what she has done. This seals Jabin's defeat, and Israel is free again. Judges 5 records a song Deborah and Barack wrote for this occasion. And the land has peace. For how many more years? For 40 Anything? more years. 40 more years, 40. okay. So, let's see here. Let's take a look at this. So, Judges 21 and verse 5 says, In those days Israel had no king. Everyone did as they saw fit. So when everyone when everyone does what is right in their own eyes, God does not stop the consequences, right? It is what is going on throughout the whole Bible, 400 years of Old Testament history, right? Yes. So what do you think it means to do what's right in your own eyes? What do you think that means when he says that in the Bible? Uh, what about not to follow God just to do whatever I want to do right yeah I ain't gonna listen right. to my parents I'm gonna do whatever I want to do right ignore wisdom from others or God's command just decide to do what you want to do, right? Correct. So, how can deciding for ourselves what is right prove destructive, Derek? And then, Yanni, how can it prove to be destructive? 
Uh, well, deciding what you do without getting the you know the information, not knowing how to do it, well, that can impact your life by a lot. Okay. Okay, Yanni. What about you? I think that I agree with Derek. Okay. About what he said. Okay. Okay. So it can be destructive because we don't often know what is best for us. We rely on our feelings. Right? And we decide things based on unhealthy situations in our lives, right? Correct. Hmm? That's right. why we use the standard of the Word of God to guide us. Right? Okay, so can you think of someone you know who has made his or her life more difficult by ignoring God's leadership and deciding for him or herself how to live without using names. Tell us about that. Well, my friend is basically going through a hard time right now because of a relationship who is trying to take who and, and in that relationship um who that person was with okay they were trying to change who uh uh oh let me re-explain my friend had was in a relationship with somebody okay and that person who they were in a relationship with was trying to change that was trying to change my friend's personality and what they stood for. And after a while he realized that that's not that's not what he wanted to do and and he was being forced into doing something that they didn't want to do. Okay. So they decided to break it off. And okay. I really honestly, truly think that it's for the best. Okay. 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 That's good. That's good. That's a good, uh, good analysis on that. Yes. Yes, it is. Yanni? What you yeah. think? Huh? I cannot think of a situation that happened. Okay. So, mm -hmm. in Israel's life as a nation, what is the usual results of this sort of living? Right? We talk about three things that happen. Right? You make a choice, consequences, and then salvation are coming back to God, right? 
but let's see what they're talking about here. Right? So so foreign kings rule over them uh, and have them oppressed. Israel is, uh, what is that? Impoverished because of it. Right? So when they, when they disobey, there's a consequence and then the salvation according to the message. So do you think the results is the same for us in our lives as well? Yanni, what you think? Yes. Okay. So are you living according to what is right in your eyes? That's a question for everybody. I'm living according to what is right in God's eyes. Okay, that's what you're trying to, right? You're trying to get there. Are you there? I'm there. Okay, okay. All right. Okay, what about you, Derek? I'm there. I just need there. Both of y'all there. That's beautiful. What do you guys think? That's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we think we know best, right? We do. We think we know best. We do what we want. We ignore God's guidance. Uh-oh. Then we make decisions based on our emotions. Oh, my goodness. That's never good. All right? So things start unraveling. Sometimes we don't even notice it until it's too late, right? You ever, you ever seen a situation like that or been a part of something like that? No. 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 No? Okay, I have. Thank God for his spirit. Thank God for helping me through it. I mean, I've been in some things, guys. So do you think Israel uh, does all of this on purpose? Do you think they do it on purpose? Do you think their oppression was uh, notice immediately or gradual that their oppression what do you think tick tock was I think it was immediate but they saying I bet they fell victim to their own decisions slowly, right? It's a slowly, it's a habit forming thing. You start disobeying your parents, then you start breaking the law, you start lying to your teachers, you start not doing your homework, you 
start shoplifting or you're hanging out with the wrong crowd. Now you're using drugs, right? So, so it's a gradual slippery slope, right? All right, you guys sure are quiet. So how can evil creep into your lives without us really meaning for it to happen? What do you think? Hmm. Probably from friends. From friends? How can evil creep into the lives without us realizing it? Okay, from friends. What else, Yanni? I agree with Derek. You agree with Derek? Probably from a TV show. Okay, a TV show. So, so it's really easy. There's all kind of things that can get you sidetracked, sidebarred, and get you off on the wrong course, right? Yes. Okay. All right, where are we at? Do, do, where are we at? Do, do. Right, little decisions cause little problems that we try to fix on our own. Instead of repenting, God, you know, God, I repent. I, I was right. Then it becomes bigger and bigger and we, we, we ignore it, right? So always admit to God, hey, you know, I made a mistake, God. Now come in and help me. Help me through this, right? Okay? Yes. All right. Let's take a look here. Let's go. So it is, is it easy? For you to identify the places in your life where you do evil, would you call those things evil or would you call those things a different, uh, uh, would you, or would you choose a different path? Probably choose a different path. Okay. Okay. Sometimes it's a struggle. Okay. Or even temptation when we're living in uh, uh, like a blatant, unrepentant, sinful state. Okay. So, so. <clears throat> There's many things out there. One of them is, hey, I'm going to smoke or I'm going to vape, right? Or, okay, I'm, I'm going to go deep here on you guys because you guys are teenagers now. It, I know you've heard it and you've talked about it, and, and I know some of your friends are doing it. And how do I know? Because they're telling you about it. What about having sexual relationships out of wedlock or having those uh yeah as teenagers right 
and and they're blatant about it and they keep doing it and they're not repenting and trying to get out of it right so that's an example right you guys are teenagers and you're big now and you you hear all kind of stories from your friends and you're like whoa right you don't have to say anything i i know that's what your friends are sharing with you um you know or hey i'm using drugs i'm popping pills right all of those things so i i just we're just talking about those things right now what's that oh your camera yanni what is that Okay, so Israel finds itself oppressed and injured uh, many times. What do the Israelites do when they feel this way? What do they do? Father, I messed up. Can you help me? Father, help me. God, we are under the we are oppressed by the hands of our enemies. Father God, please come and rescue us. So what do they do? Yanni? They're crying out to God. Okay, they're crying out to God. For what? For him to come save them. Come save me. Come save me. Right? Interesting, right? That's interesting. All right. Okay, let's go to the next thing. We're just about done. This is this is a real complex lesson about some issues, right? All right. Here's a tough question. And it it's not just the Israel for Israel, but it's for us as well. Why are we willing to trust God to save us? but we aren't willing to trust him to lead us in the first place, right? So what they're saying is, if the natural course of human nature is to do what I want to do, and then you cry out for God to save me, why don't you just follow God from the beginning and not do just what you want to do? And then you don't have, you don't need God to come and save you. What do you think about that? What do you guys think about that? Nobody want to talk about that, huh? Well, God wants you in his life and, and in his space. He wants you to surrender in your space, make room for him in your space. He wants an intimate relationship with you. He wants you surrendered to him and not to your own self, okay? Man, I, I didn't expect this lesson to go this way, but uh, wow, it's just a really good lesson. So if there is a lesson we should learn from the book of Judges, what is it? 
What is it? It's better to follow God and trust God, right? Yeah. To let him lead us, right? Relying on him, trusting him, obeying him, then opposed to we do what's right in, our, in the sight of our own eyes, right? Correct. Getting in trouble and then crying out. Okay, so any questions, guys? Okay, we're going to pray. Wow, I'm like, wow, this lesson is so awesome. I can't believe it. Father, 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 we thank you for this lesson on teaching us that not our will, but that your will be done and that your will be manifested in our lives as we surrender unto you. Bless those that are the hearers of this word, that they receive it, ingest it into their eye gates and ear gates and begin to speak of the good news of you, Father God, that they surrender and allow you to be first in their lives. So we thank you for today. We glorify you in the mighty name of Jesus, and we trust in you. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank amen. you for tuning in. This is Pastor Derek Fletcher with the Yanni Fletcher and Derek Fletcher. Yes and amen. You, God bless you on today, and we love you in the name of Jesus. All right.